And I ran and I ran and I ran. <laughs> I just love that clip. Thanks, Kyle. Uh, you're listening to Running Flat Radio on AM 800 CKLW. Chris Yuzinski and Kelly Steele from the Windsor Star. If you're not familiar with Running Flat Radio, it's a show all about running and really endurance sports in general. And, you know, it's we've been on the air since, I think, March 2nd. I think it was, yeah. Something like that. I think we've got about 25 shows that are now. Uh, you can also download all past shows on on iTunes. And I don't, I don't know that people always know how you do that. Yeah, you know what? Just log on to iTunes in your iTunes account, and then uh, go to podcasts. Put in "running flat" as a search, and up comes uh, like 24, or 25 uh, different podcasts that we've done. Everything, everyone from um, Meb just mm-hmm. before he won Boston was on this show. To uh, you know, some legends like John Stanton from the Running Room. We've had uh, Dave McGivory was was our kickoff show. Uh, Dean Carnazis. Uh, talking about Dean Carnazis today is Badwater. That's right. So we're going to be talking to um, a couple Badwater folks next week about their performance in Badwater and what it was like and what was the new course like and and we'll get a good feel of of kind of where the the ultra marathon world is at. I don't know. Tonight when I was out running, it felt like I was running bad water. Oh, man. It's warm out there. It's ever hot. It is. So, so we're, we're going to talk about bad water next week. Today on, on the show, uh, we have, uh, you know, there, there was the Ramadan run mm-hmm. that happened in the United States. Uh, you know, a, a couple uh, Muslim kids got together and thought that they would do a fundraiser during Ramadan and include it as a running event. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, Hamza Saeed is going to join us, who's the organizer of that. He's going to join us from Anchorage, Alaska okay. uh, at, at uh, half past the hour. And really going to talk about, you know, how this all started, why running, you know, versus, you know, other random acts mm-hmm. of kindness that has been going on as well by uh, dur- during Ramadan. So we're going to talk about that. And Scott Leach, uh, the uh, digital editor and uh, online editor of Canadian Running Magazine, will join us at, at quarter to the hour to talk about... Uh, a whole bunch of stuff, the Commonwealth Games, uh, Bad Water, a couple other things. So we'll get all that out of the way. So R- Running Flat Radio really kind of highlights all the things that happen in the running world, which is which is huge. Everything from, from the technology of shoes and gear all the way up to make sure the bib is on the front. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and this is how you do a water station. And just so you educate yourself as a new runner or someone who maybe wants to get into running, you know, you can you can join us at one of our own events. Running Flat is an organization that produces a lot of running events. I think we're up to 12 or 13 this year alone, and then next year we jump up to almost 20 events that we're doing, Impressive. and some across the country. So one of the things that, that we have done recently... <laughs> Why there's bags under my eyes and, and everyone else who was there was the color run in what Windsor. What about that color in your hair? Is that, that oh. from the weekend too? <laughs> you know, it's so funny. There is blue all over my house. It's in <laughs> bathtubs. It's you know, we just it's everywhere. But uh, you know, the color run is is such an incredible event, and fundamentally, it's this: 
moms, dads, babies, grandparents, and great-grandparents all don on a white shirt and a bandana, and they get out there, and they get messy, and they have fun, mm-hmm. and, and it, they share memories. And, and that is why I love that event, because the, the take-up rate is, is 60% plus that have yep. never been in an organized run. So you take 10,000 people, that's 6,000 people that have never, ever been in an event in their lives. Yep. And we've given them the ultimate in event experience. And hopefully they'll join us for uh, the Run for Superheroes mm-hmm. uh, 5K September 20th in Amherstburg. Or they sign a little one up for our our uh, Run for Heroes Kids Marathon. And, and, you know, that's the nice thing about something like Color Run. A lot of times people, new runners, maybe people who have never really ran at all, they're usually pretty anxious about trying a 5k it just it's intimidating for some people so you throw in something like the color run it, it takes the intimidation away because you get to run walk through some of these colors there's the fun element there's it's just a lot a of lot. walking yeah there's a lot of really good stuff so you know what it's not intimidating for these people and what usually happens is the majority of them walk away from it going wow that was a really great time i should do more of these things right and you know because it's not timed there there really is no animosity yeah, or, or anxiety in, in, yeah. in the event it's okay to be last in events anyway, so get that out of your heads right now if you're thinking that. And what I, what's incredible is how many people travel in to do the event as well. Mm-hmm. And we still get, on average for a running flat event, it's somewhere between 12 and 20% are, well, actually, I'm sorry, 12 and, and 48% are tourists that mm-hmm. come in to do our events here in Windsor-Essex County. And what, what I find absolutely incredible about Color Run is just the optics of that event are incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you go onto our Facebook page, the Running Flat Radio Facebook page, we, we have a quadricopter that we use at a lot of our events. Uh, Justin Howling, uh, a good friend of mine, uh, operates that. And we, we have this incredible shot on, on Running Flat Radio's Facebook page of the start starting block elevated up 150 feet with, with a with a kind of a quarter turn towards Detroit, so the Ren sends in the picture, and mm-hmm. then this mile-long start shoot of just people in white. I saw white. that picture. That is a great photo. It's incredible. And and then if you look really closely to the left of that of all those people, you'll start seeing dirty people running <laughs> back towards, you know, all, all these people that are all, all, all schmucked up in color, yeah. running back towards Riverfront Plaza on the left-hand side. So... You, you already know that that start shoot, as full as it is, mm-hmm. has been that way for more than a half hour because you have people coming back off oh, yeah. the 5K course. Well, what was your final numbers for that race? You know, it's it's really tough to tell with, with Color Run because in Color Run, as uh, there's a lot of bandits yeah. in Color Run. Which is sad. You know, but but it just it just works out that way where you registered four or five people in your family or six people in your family, and then you take your three-year-old and say, I ah, just throw a white yeah. on them and just let them run. Yeah. So, you know, it's really tough to say, but uh, it's really close to last year's numbers of, you know, 10,000 plus. So yeah. it's uh, it really is a, an incredible event, and everyone had parking in mm-hmm. Windsor. I mean, well, the big concern about Windsor is, oh, where's the parking? Yep. No, never, no one issues with, with parking. And downtown was open and vibrant, and uh, you know the bars and restaurants and, and the they stores did well. Monster, so, yeah. I think <laughs> it was a wonderful event. And you know, special thanks to the Alzheimer's Society with the, you know the 300 volunteers to, to pull that event off. You know, special thanks to uh, you know all our friends from Utah, mm-hmm. and of course uh, the city of Windsor with their cooperation and EMS and and the police department and you know of course the Running Flat crew is amazing. So well, you guys you, put you, some big hours in there, right? Yeah, just a couple. <laughs> just a couple. 
but you know, well worth it because I mean, the, the smiles on people's faces and, and just the way that, that that event spins a positive spin into Windsor mm -hmm. for that entire weekend. And just look on Facebook, L look at, look at people's profile pics for the, the next buzz, month. The buzz is crazy. It, it was a week ago and the buzz is, well, I guess it wasn't a week ago. <laughs> A couple a, days ago. A couple days ago. The buzz is still there, though. And you're going to continue to hear it for the next couple of weeks, which is really cool because normal race, you know, people are excited. The buzz on a color run is amazing because yeah. everyone's had a great time. And and it really is out of all the copycat color events because there's a million copycat mm -hmm. color events. Out of all of them, uh, color run is the original one. And without a doubt, the highest quality one out there. I mean, there is nobody out there that does what what, what they do and, and then the cleanup to mm -hmm. make sure that the city is actually left cleaner than we found it. Yep. And it, it's fabulous. I, I'm just really tickled pink about the way we, we everything turned out this year. Even though we had rain, yep. a little bit of rain, it just makes the color that much more vibrant. But uh, You I'm know okay what? I that. hear a lot of positive things about T-shirts. People love the T-shirts because they're really, really good quality T-shirt. Yep. They're one of the nicest T-shirts I have, the fabric and everything. It's like an Oprah shirt. I love it. I sleep <laughs> in it. I love the shirt. It's, it's like an Oprah <laughs> cotton shirt. I, I, I tell you, it's it's amazing. Anyway, you're listening to uh, Running Flat Radio on AM 800 CKLW, and we'll be right back after these messages. Martin Show. I listen to this stuff and my head's going in circles. If you're thinking about it, we're talking about it. I have to call and maybe put another perspective on this whole thing. On Wednesday's show, we may all take vacations without our spouses, with our friends, but would you have your husband take a vacation like this with this friend? I'll tell you more next time. When you hear about it, don't just talk, react. The Lynn Martin Show, weekdays 9 till noon on AM 800. There's something new at Tim Hortons. It's thick, it's creamy, it's delicious. It's Greek yogurt. Greek yogurt has arrived at Tim Hortons and we have two delicious ways for you to enjoy it. Come in today for our new fruit smoothie with Greek yogurt blended right in. Or dig into our new Greek yogurt parfait with mixed berries and almond granola with 13 grams of protein per serving. Two great choices you can feel good about, especially when it's time to grab a snack. Enjoy them both today at Tim Hortons at participating restaurants. Enwin knows that flying kites and playing outdoors should be fun, safe activities. But overhead power lines carry enough electricity to seriously harm a child. Please teach your children to recognize and stay away from utility poles and transformers. And call an expert if your kite gets caught in a power line. Visit Enwin.com and click on Inside Enwin Safety Tips. This is Barbara Pierce Marshall from Inside Enwin, delivering an important public safety message. Now the forecast from the AM800 Weather Center. Tonight clear with increasing cloudiness near midnight, then a 60% chance of showers with the risk of a thunderstorm overnight, a low of 21. Tomorrow cloudy, 60% chance of showers early in the morning with the risk of a thunderstorm, but clearing in the afternoon, high of 24. Wednesday night clear and a low of 13. Once again, clear tonight with increasing clouds near midnight, then a 60% chance of showers with the risk of a thunderstorm overnight and a low of 21. 
Clawson Blueberries is putting a whole new spin on the summertime blues. And they can cure the winter blues as well. Clawson Blueberries, in partnership with Mother Nature and our unique environment here in Windsor-Essex, have perfected the art of growing irresistible blueberries. Driving along Lake Erie, Clawson Blueberries is a must-stop destination. Enjoy them year-round. Pick more, freeze them, and indulge in delicious Clawson Blueberries even during the bitter winter months. Clawson Blueberries, located along Lake Erie, just west of Arner Townline. Visit ClawsonBlueberries.com. Facebook, Twitter, the Internet. Oh, and you can find us on your car radio, too. AM 800 CKLW, the information station. Looking to start running? Strap on a pair of comfortable shoes. Now put one foot in front of the other and keep going. It's that easy. This is, this is Running Flat Radio on AM 800. Great guy. Welcome back to uh, Running Flat Radio on AM 800 CKLW. And for more information about all of our runs and, and other new runs that are coming out uh, very shortly uh, to be announced, because uh, Zombie Chase will be announced this week, mm-hmm. um, we're, we're still uh, looking at doing that in multiple cities. Uh, so it'll be coming to a city near you. We've also got uh, uh, a couple other foreign runs that we'll be announcing in the next four weeks. And then there's the national run that we hope to be announcing by the end of the year. Uh, lots of things happening, especially with Run for Heroes, uh, which is filling up fast in the half marathon and the 10K. The new 5K is filling up really quickly, too. Uh, we've always had a 5K component mm-hmm. at the Run for Heroes kind of Amherstburg weekend. And uh, we, we made an announcement back in January of this year that we were adding it to, to be more of a superheroes type theme. So it is the uh, Run for uh, Superheroes 5K that's going to happen on September 20th. And also married with that is the Kids Marathon, which has, I think, like over 100 kids uh, to date registered for that, which is crazy when you think about it. Um, That's the event where you register your your child for free. Mm -hmm. They get a chance to download a pledge form. They raise $50 for the Alzheimer's Society. And on the back of that pledge form is a log sheet where they log in 41 kilometers between now and September 20th. And then come and join us September 20th for their last kilometer mm-hmm. runner walk and get a marathon medal. That's awesome. The kids are just loving that. Mm-hmm. And I think the parents even love it more. But oh, it's, it's, just, it's an awesome, awesome way to uh, kind of get your child motivated into running and uh, get them involved in, in, in the culture of running. So mm-hmm. really, really happy about that. So you just did a century ride. I did. I did on last Sunday pretty cool one it's called the women's 100 and what was very cool about it was women around the world were doing this on the same day everyone was doing it on sunday and actually when i was hashtagging women's 100 through twitter you could see around the same time we were starting i think it was someone in australia there's a big group of women they were all posting some of their their stops and that and it was kind of cool because locally we took off from um uh psycho psycho culture and we had about 35 women with us, um, all, you know, not all great riders. Some were new riders. Some were, you know, elite riders that have been riding for years. And it was just really cool because we did 100K together, you know, a group of women. We, we chatted. It was just a really good day. And at the end of it, I think the best part was there were some women that had never, ever rode 100K. And it's pretty far. It is. They were pretty impressed with themselves. And uh, it was just, it's a really nice experience. You know, I'd like to see more of that stuff going on. So what was the course the course we uh, we took off from Psychoculture and in, in uh, Tecumseh, which is on near Les Yep, yep. It's a bike store there, 
And so we headed up Blessed France as far as we could go, kind of zigzagged out to Colasantes. Yep. We got to Colasantes. Yep, to Leamington. And then we headed back over uh, just behind um, Essex and then came in from Essex and then scooted around back down Blessed France. It was, and it was a perfect day because I ride a lot and it is really rare to ever get a day where there's no wind. Yeah, not in Essex County or not. <laughs> it never happens. We got lucky that day. Just at the very end, the wind picked up a little bit, but it was a beautiful day. I think if you talk to most of the women, everyone had a really nice time. That's fantastic. Yeah. And, and do you know globally how how many different rides were going on at that same time? Oh, shoot. I know that there was almost 7,500 women from around the world participated in this. Fantastic. The really cool thing was in Canada, there was only one, there's six. There were six, only six in Canada that were doing this. Us and then in, and there was one in Toronto was the closest to us. But it, for whatever reason, it didn't kick off in Canada like it did in the other places. This is only the second year, though. And mm-hmm. it's 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 kind of put together by this company called Rafa, which is a really high-end uh, bike gear company. So maybe it's because they're a European company, and maybe that's why we don't know a lot about them yet. But, you know, it was Kim Roshlow who organized it, did a fabulous job. And we had the two support vehicles, you know, chocolate bars. I had some Pringles. <laughs> <laughs> I, ate, I ate like a queen all day. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind fixing the back tire. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. And uh, so it looks like it's going to be an annual event. I think so, yeah. I absolutely Great. think so. With the, with that response for doing something for the first time, 35 women coming out and doing it. Mm-hmm. And like I talked to one lady and uh, she was all nervous because she's a mountain biker and she actually had to go and borrow a road bike just mm-hmm. so she could do it that day. So she was nervous. She never really rode a road bike before and she did awesome. But she could have done it in a mountain bike, could she have not? Absolutely, she could have. It's just your mountain bike's a lot heavier. Yeah. You're, you're you're working hard on a mountain bike. Even a cyclocross bike, you're working a lot harder. The road bikes, you know, they're pretty light. Yeah, but still not easy. No, still not easy. You know, <laughs> there was some there were some complaints afterwards, some sore butts, some oh, sore, sore hands, butts. you know. <laughs> oh, for sure. It all goes with it. Yeah, but congratulations to all those women, especially the ones who, who've never done a, a century ride. Yeah. Uh, congratulations to them. How's the, uh, the, the Learn to Run the clinics going? The Learn to Run clinics are going awesome. I'm doing the three. I do one Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, got a good group of uh, runners this time around. Um, you know, we're up to, it, it's a walk run. So right now, like tonight, what we, did, what we did was we walk for one minute, we run for four. And we keep doing that for 30 minutes. What's really important is now they're really understanding, and this is like a new runner thing because the key to running is pacing yourself. And it's probably the hardest part about learning to run because we're impatient. You naturally, you want to, you start to run, it hurts. You start to pick it up because you want to get it over with, right? But what happens is you end up having to either stop because you get the side stitch. So right now with the four minutes, I pull the ladies back and, uh, you know, they're right next to me and they're finding if they pace themselves at at a conversation pace, Majority of them aren't having a hard time at all. Although I warned them, next week we jump up to one and sixes. So, <laughs> big week for us. And and all five k courses. All five k courses. Yep, we run thirty minutes. Okay. So well, we we're, we're out there for thirty minutes, and so okay. the goal is as it's a ten week course. As we keep going along, towards the end, we'll finally our last week will be run for fifteen minutes, walk for one, run for fifteen minutes, or if you want, just run for the thirty. Right. Right. Fabulous. But, you know, and a lot of people look at me and go, wow, 10 weeks, you know, you start the first week and it's like walk for one minute, run for two. And it's pretty simple. A lot of people are going, yeah, but it, it picks up fast. It does, yeah. And then all of a sudden you're, but you know, the key is I always say to, to any of my runners, whether it's a learn to run or even my half and full marathon clinics, numbers, you can't get, let the numbers freak you out. And it's funny how much the numbers freak you out. You know, if you throw out, you're running nine miles, everyone will just go crazy. If you just forget about the nine miles and mm. go out and run it, or like tonight, the four minutes, if you don't think about it, it's actually easier. And I know it is because 
I'm always that mean person. We do our fours and then the very last one, they know I'm going to lie to them. And tonight, our very last one, we did six minutes. So I turned around to all of them. They did fine. I said, you guys were fine, eh? They go, yeah, but that was longer than four minutes. I said, yes. But had I told you we were running six minutes, you guys would have all bailed at four minutes. It's all mental. <laughs> running is so mental. Absolutely, it is. Absolutely. Well, that's great. I, the uh, So how many people do you have all together? Through the three clinics, I have probably about 15. Right. It's small. This is the first time I'm doing it yep. through Beachwalk. It's the first time we've yep. ever done it. And, and ideally, summer isn't the best time to do these clinics. Usually, it's best to do them in spring. But still, you know, the, the people that are coming out have stuck to it. We're going into week four right now. I haven't lost anyone, which a lot of times with Learn to Run, people people give up after a couple of weeks. And I, I really, really try to stress to them, give me five weeks if after five weeks you're still hating it, then you can bail. Majority <laughs> won't, though. Majority, once you get five weeks in, you got some serious time on your legs, and you're thinking, okay, maybe I can do this. Of course I can. Anybody Absolutely. can do it. Run it, walk it, whatever. Just get out there and do it. So next week we have Cheryl Zwarkowski on, on who's the ultra marathoner who's supposed to be on with her down Cali, yep. where she's running down the coast of California. She's cut it halfway to do bad water, and then she's going to go back and finish off her down Cali that is so uh, cool. run. So she's going to be on next week talking about her experience with Down Cali and, of course, her wrap-up to uh, to Badwater. Uh, Brandon McBride, who is the NCAA champion, uh, lives in Windsor, who's in Europe right now, uh, will be on the show in two weeks as well to talk about it what it's like being a, being a young guy who's an NCAA champion That's in the United right. States and lives in Windsor. <laughs> so looking forward to talking to him as well. So, you know, it's that time of the show before we uh, we, we, we go for our uh, mid-hour break and we bring in Hamza Saeed to talk about uh, this Ramadan run. Uh, we're going to uh, do the song of the week. And the song of the week is Home by Dotton.
What do bicycle tires, toothpaste, and a chemistry lab all have in common? They have tubes. Find the bond between three common items and you can win the Tribond Contest during the noon report on AM 800. It's 7.30. From the AM 800 News Center, your number one news source in Windsor, Essex, an information update with Paul Pedro. Part-time Bondwell employees are joining their full-time counterparts by getting paid for the next two weeks until the plant is rebuilt. Robert Anderson is vice president of operations and says if the company runs into any problems while rebuilding, it'll reassess the compensation plan after the two-week period. The deaf and speech-impaired community now has a better way to contact 911 in Windsor. Deaf people can contact police in case of an emergency by using their cell phones and texting. And acting Chief Bruce Crowder is the new chief of Essex Windsor EMS. Crowder takes over from Randy Mello, who resigned earlier this year to take a position in Peterborough. Crowder began his paramedic career in Windsor in 1983. AM 800 Sports, the Tigers are in Arizona again later tonight. First pitch 940, the Jays hosting the Red Sox in game two of their series tonight. Right now, scoreless bottom of the second. The Windsor Clippers Junior B Lacrosse team tries to avoid playoff elimination tonight in Orangeville. From the AM800 Weather Center, tonight clear with increasing clouds near midnight, then a 60% chance of showers with the risk of a thunderstorm overnight and a low of 21. Tomorrow, cloudy, 60% chance of showers early in the morning with the risk of a thunderstorm. However, clearing in the afternoon tomorrow and a high of 24. Right now in Windsor-Essex, 31 Celsius, that is 88 Fahrenheit. With the Humidex, it feels like 38 or 100. I'm Paul Pedro, AM 800 News. When you're able to focus your mind and your body, anything is possible. From 5K runs to half marathons to the full 26.2 miles. We talk about it all on Running Flat Radio, Tuesdays, 7 till 8 on AM 800. You're uh, listening to Running Flat Radio. I'm Chris Yuzinski and Kelly Steele from the Windsor Star and Studio. This is our weekly running show dealing with uh, with running. And just to kind of give you an idea of, of how big running is in the world and how different running and running events can be, uh, joining us uh, from Anchorage, Alaska, is uh, Hamza Saeed, uh, who is the, the founder of the Fasting 5K. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. You know, this I saw this story come up uh, earlier this week, and I thought, what an incredible event that you know the Muslim runners have gotten together to develop this this run during Ramadan, and uh, and really, it's not like a we we have a large Muslim community here in the metropolitan Detroit Windsor area, and and they they do all kinds. Of, this is like ran, random act of kindness. Mm-hmm. Uh, weeks have been going on. You know, there's like uh, like like something like a thousand post-it notes were put on cars this last weekend. You know, with oh, with cool. positive messages on it, and uh, and then I saw this. And I thought, wow, what an incredible way to bring uh, endurance and athletics in, into 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 the the event of Ramadan. How did you come up with this idea? Um, so it's actually not just my idea. Uh, it was myself and uh, about six other friends. Um, it came about when one of the board members was looking for a way to raise money for a Boston-based charity that focuses on children's education abroad. And um, the organization is called Barakat International. And speaking with them, we found that these kids that they help have to walk long distances for their education. So we were all just kind of throwing around ideas on how to raise funds for them. And this was in the middle of Ramadan last year. And as you know, you're saying a big part of Ramadan is fasting from sunrise to sunset uh, to empathize with those that are less fortunate than yourself. So we thought, 
you know, with that idea of empathy in mind, it'd be kind of cool to set up a cherry run where people walk or jog a 5K to get a sense of the distance. Some of these kids have to go for, uh, for an education. And, yeah, I mean, a lot of the principles of a charity run and Ramadan are um, go well together, you know, discipline, charitable giving, community. You know, no one can provide you the willpower to run uh, except for yourself. And it's the same thing with fasting. And, you know, with charity runs, you create a community of runners, volunteers, fundraisers, donors, all working toward a common cause. So they just fit well together. And, and isn't that the common link of all runners globally everywhere? I mean, you think about all the marathon runners, you know, mm-hmm. we, all, we all have charities attached to every one of our runs, and, and we're exactly. always looking to do something good. So and let, let's just deep dive this just a second here, Hamza. Let's talk about that it is just a jog and a walk. We're not talking about running, mm-hmm. uh, and we're not talking about racing specifically here. Uh, it's not a timed event. There is no bibs, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's right. just about getting out there and, and doing the distance without really taxing yourself because of because you're still celebrating Ramadan where you mm-hmm. can't eat or drink. Mm-hmm. And maybe you can just right. go, go through that a little bit with us. For sure, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, we we give – everyone wakes up before sunrise to eat to prepare for the fast, so it's not like you're going on an empty stomach. Uh, we give them a carb and protein-rich meal the, for them to um, have in the morning to prepare um, as well as to hydrate properly. And, as you mentioned, it's not a race, it's a run. There's no first, second, third place. We actually have a checkpoint before the finish line where everyone stops and waits for all the other runners to get together so that we cross the finish line together. And the run is timed so that when everyone finishes, there's just a few minutes left until sunset so everyone can break their fast and eat and drink and replenish nice. properly. And yeah, and each we have different corrals of runners and walkers, and each corral has a lead with an emergency kit should anyone feel like, you know, they're feeling weak or anything. And like any runner, it's all about listening to your body and making sure you're not push- pushing yourself too too much and uh, you're just honest with yourself. And, and you're also doing loops, right? Like like I noticed the one in Washington, you did a three-mile, uh, a three-time, one-mile loop around the, the, the National Monument. So Right, yeah. So, I mean, it differs. The Boston one is from um, one location, one mosque to another mosque. Um, the one in California and D.C. were loops, so it, uh, it changes, yeah. What? So, Oh, sorry, go ahead, Kelly. No, sorry. Uh, what type of numbers did you get coming out for this? Oh, goodness. So, I mean, last year we started with just a modest goal of 10 runners and 2,500, and, you know, after the two weeks of organizing, we ended up with 35 runners in three cities, raised $15,000, and this year we had 130 runners, in five cities and raised twenty five over twenty five thousand dollars. So obviously over five hundred donors. That's impressive. So obviously this is gonna be something that you plan to do in the years coming? Yeah, absolutely. I mean it's it's really refreshing to see how people rally behind a cause that they really believe in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it's been voiced over and over again and the numbers speak for themselves that this is something that people care to take part in and um, our runners are motivated behind it so just going to try to give them this every year so how does it grow from boston all the way to california and washington and and what what other markets was it in this year um so we started in boston and dc this year we were in boston dc new york houston and huntington beach california um so yeah so we've been expanding just personal network 
Um, a lot of people reach out to us as well. We, you know, we we started this last year just on Facebook. So this year we put up a website and you know try to have a face to the run. So people contacted us through the website to say that they're interested in organizing in different cities. So you know it's great. It's a completely volunteer run, uh, and you know we we rely on other people um, to really take the initiative in each one of their communities. And, and how does the corporate support come out for, for, for a run like this? Are you finding a lot of corporations that are helping you with the water or, or, or the food at the end? How does that work? Um, no, so we don't have any corporate uh, sponsors, or we didn't this year. Um, all the help that we got were either the direct beneficiaries of the donations um, and, you know, we also charge a registration fee to cover people's T-shirts and the meal that they receive at the end of the run. Okay. So, um, so yeah, just organization is through, you know, volunteers on the ground as well as the charities that will be getting the donations. Yeah, because, you know, you know, when this grows, and, and it, it will grow, there's no doubt about it, uh, then you have to worry yeah. about road closures and permitting. <laughs> exactly. And, and, and let me tell you. Exactly. Let me tell you, you'll have gray hair like, like this race director does. Uh, because yeah, you, 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 I mean, we had, a, we had a lot of lessons learned this year as well as last year, and you know, we'll continue to grow, hopefully, and keep learning. And, uh, yeah, and we, we definitely anticipate all that. You know, we, we've never done work in Washington, but I can imagine that closing the National Mall for a run is not an easy task. <laughs> Hamza, are you actually, are you a runner yourself? I am, yeah. Do you do I fun? got into running um, last year after, I'm from Boston, I'm actually just visiting Alaska. Okay. But um, I started running after the Boston Marathon bombings, and uh, I ran with my friend who didn't get to finish last year. We ran together this year, so that's kind of what got me into running. Oh, very nice. So are you planning on yeah. doing a Boston then? or? I did this. Uh, I did Boston in 2014 this, this year. Um, wow, that's impressive. And yeah, I definitely plan on doing it again. Yeah. That's, that's fantastic. Good. Well, you know what, Hamza, thanks for joining us. I, I know you're, you're out in Alaska, and, and I really appreciate you talking to you about us. But, but th- this is really the essence of running. You know, where, where as yeah. a community we get together and we, and we try to do something that, that we try to get so many people involved in our sport because, and, and you're getting this sense, the more and more people that are involved in running, the better the world's going to be. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, even with these marathons and stuff, everyone really focuses on the physical endurance aspect of it, but they don't, you know, realize how many charities are benefiting from these runs and the millions of dollars in donations that are, are uh, fundraised for good causes, so... Hopefully, uh, we can do our small part in adding to that. Runners are beautiful people, man, and and each one of them ha- <laughs> and each one of them has an incredible story. I know that uh, yeah. we just we just had the color run here, which uh, which mm-hmm. we we race direct, and um, there were, there were so many letters and emails, you know, that came in to 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 us and were on different blogs about how all these folks who had challenges and finally raised, you know, really came to the occasion that they wanted to do a 5K, saw something mm-hmm. that they really wanted to do that was worthwhile, and they did it. And and, yeah. and just that, that appreciation and that gratitude of getting to that that challenge mm-hmm. and that achievement mm-hmm. of, a, of a 5K. Like, like when you look at your runners this year, how many had never done a 5K? Yeah, I mean, you like you're saying, you find that with a lot of 5Ks that people are doing this for the first time. And you'll find so many of these runners who finish and they're just like, that wasn't that bad, <laughs> you know? So, you know, the hope is that they're thinking to themselves, if I can run a fast a 5K while fasting, imagine what I can do when I'm not. 
you know, so hopefully they keep with it and, you know, they do their their part as well to kind of push it forward. Nicely done. Congratulations, and and I wish Thank you, you all much. the best of luck. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. That's uh, Hamza Saeed from the uh, the Fasting 5K, which is a, uh, a a young run in the United States, but uh, with the amount of Muslims out there, I can only imagine this being a, a very, very popular run. It's a great idea. Uh, you know, during Ramadan mm-hmm. uh, for years to come. And uh, Well, and it's uh, interesting because at first I'm thinking, well, you got all these 5Kers, you know, and, and they can't drink, they can't eat. But it's clever how it, it's time that, you know, pretty much when they're finishing, sunsets coming down and they can they can eat and drink right and the idea is it's not a race so yeah. so no one's really just driving themselves uh you know doing doing a, a 16 14 and a 5k <laughs> and, then, and then waiting for water for a half hour oh or whatever right? <clears throat> but we you know and and of course we, we've seen that happen where 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 they do drive themselves in the 5k so you're listening to uh, running flat radio and uh, we're on am 800 and we'll be back right after these messages Amazing Race Canada. The race across the nation is on. And teams are already hitting the wall. Do you want to take the penalty? Yeah, I can't do it. Oh, man. Now, for the first time ever, the race goes international. Next stop, Hong Kong. Oh, my God, we're going to die An all-new episode of The Amazing Race Canada on CTV tonight at 9 p.m. Brought to you in part by DQ. This is fan food, not fast food. Now the forecast from the AM800 Weather Center. Clear tonight with increasing clouds near midnight, then a 60% chance of showers with the risk of a thunderstorm overnight, a low of 21. Cloudy tomorrow, 60% chance of showers early in the morning with the risk of a thunderstorm, but clearing in the afternoon, a high of 24. Clear Wednesday night, a low of 13. Once again tonight, clear with increasing cloudiness near midnight, then a 60% chance of showers with the risk of a thunderstorm overnight and a low of 21. Mike K. Cook and Lisa Williams. Every morning. My favorite morning show. The morning Drive. On the next show, we're going to talk about stuff that you keep for a long time. At 6.50, we're going to ask you to fill in the blank. The one thing my spouse just can't get rid of is what? And then at 8.20, a wardrobe specialist gives you tips and recommendations on how to organize your closet and get rid of what you don't need. The Morning Drive. Weekday mornings, 5 till 9 on AM 800. Helping you achieve your personal best. This is Running Flat Radio with Chris Yuzinski on AM 800. Welcome back to uh, Running Flat Radio as we wait for Scott Leach, who is the uh, online editor of uh, Canadian Running Magazine, to join us. He may Uh, be just finishing a run. I think he is. I think he's finishing a run, and it's so bloody hot in in toronto is just crazy but so run for heroes marathon weekend heroes Mm -hmm. weekend in amherstburg ontario september 20th 21st uh we are in our eighth year as a world alzheimer's day run uh really proud to say that this year's event the marathon and the half marathon and the 10k really is on world alzheimer's day september 21st according Mm -hmm. to the u.n 
So the 10 is on the same day as the 5 as well? It is. No, no. Same same day as the half and the full. Okay, sorry. The, the 5 is the day before in, in downtown Amherstburg, right from the fort to the end of Dalhousie and back. Beautiful course. Mm-hmm. And that is the uh, Run for Heroes our Run for Superheroes yep. 5K, where you dress up as your favorite superhero. Lots of prizes for uh, for best dressed villains, evildoers, and, um, and of course, superheroes. One of the most amazing things about this event is we've always had a, a kids event. Mm-hmm. We retooled it this year to have a kids marathon, which has got a tremendous amount of traction. A lot of people have been picking up on it. And that's the uh, where you sign up, you get a pledge sheet, you raise $50, you also get a log sheet where you log in the 41 kilometers with your with your child, uh, either run or walk, it doesn't matter if it's 100 meters at a time, mm-hmm. who cares? Yep. Uh, just log in those 41K before September 20th, September 20th, come back to us in Amherstburg at Fort Malden, and at that point in time, we will have your your child run that last 1k <laughs> and get a marathon medal for for their effort are and they going to get the same medal as the marathoners it's very close to it okay it, it's not exactly the same medal but it's very close to it uh it'll say that'll kids be, on it that'd be very cool for them absolutely and 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 what an achievement it'll be for them mm-hmm. uh to spend uh you know the next two months really running a marathon well, let's and, face and, it for the next two months it gives them something to do it's right <laughs> summertime get boredom has hit <laughs> get out of bed stop playing those games yeah stop watching tv water the flowers stop don't go telling for me you're bored <laughs> <laughs> exactly uh so the other part of of the the run for heroes weekend is on the sunday early in the morning uh is the half marathon full marathon boston mm-hmm. qualifier and a 10k uh, the, the 10k and the half always sell out and they're going to sell out in the next month. Mm-hmm. So if you're interested in doing either the 10k there or the half marathon, you better register soon. Both those events, by the way, um, are on that super incredible flat course we mm-hmm. call Amherstburg, you know, where, where the, the full marathon course changes elevation 38 feet. That's pretty crazy. You know, over 42k. Mm-hmm. It is, you know, it's marathon pacing. Uh, you know, Jim Christ would say it's one of the flattest courses he's ever raced uh, in, in, in the world. And it really is. And very scenic. And it, what's really nice about Run for Heroes, with all due respect to, you know, our friends in Detroit. You know, we'll have Bill on, mm-hmm. by the way, next month. Oh, uh, talking about Detroit and what Detroit's doing this year. Okay. Or Chicago or any of the big major marathons like Disney. What's different about Run for Heroes is it's the boutique marathon. Mm-hmm. It's small. It's quaint. Everybody, you know, kind of knows everybody. You know, everyone kind of knows a race director mm-hmm. by his first name. Uh, you know, it's it's a really, really laid back event. And, you know, you're not lining up with 27,000 of your best friends. And I like that. It's a nice, relaxed start. Okay. We, uh, we have Scott on the line. Scott, how are you? Hey, Scott. Hello. Hey, Scott. How are you? Pretty well. How are you doing? Good. Thanks, ladies and gentlemen. Scott Leach from the uh, from Canadian Running Magazine. He's the online editor. Uh, I, I know you were, we're kind of pressed for time. You, uh, but you do want to talk about the Commonwealth Games? Yeah. You know, the Commonwealth Games are starting up tomorrow in Glasgow, Scotland. So that's pretty exciting. Uh, there's a couple Canadians that we can watch for. Uh, one of the main events that you might want to look out for is the men's 10,000 meters. Uh, it's not happening until August 1st, but we have. Two great Canadians, Mohamed Ahmed of St. Catharines and Cam Levins of Bear Creek, British Columbia, are both going to be racing. And they're a couple of, couple of the best runners in the world, so it, it could be could, could, out, could set up for a pretty exciting race. That's nice. And um, are there any other Canadians in, that, in, that, uh, in the Commonwealth Games? 
Yeah, there's going to be plenty. You know, uh, what might be interesting for you guys down down in the Windsor area is Melissa Bishop. She may not be a Windsor native, but she went to school there. She still trains there. She's running the women's 800. So, you know, she's she's run 159 this year, which puts her up near the top. She might be a medal threat. So that's another exciting thing for people who might be listening in for, for the Windsor region. Yeah, she's uh, she's been on the show before. Yeah, she definitely has been. <laughs> Scott, uh, she's recently off. Uh, she's le- recently off a, a, her second national title in a row. A couple weeks ago, out in Moncton, New Brunswick, she won. So she she's on a high right now, and she, she's definitely one to watch. I think a medal threat. That's great news for uh, for Melissa. Scott, thank you very much for for joining us this week. And if people want any more information about Canadian Running Magazine, they can obviously the, the Facebook page is great. Uh, the online edition is always uh, a great thing to read, and uh, it's also on newsstands uh, awesome. around around the country. Man, thanks for joining us this week. Thanks, Chris. All the best. Bye. So the other thing that we want to talk about is the Expo, the health expo that's coming up for Run for Heroes. Runners love Expos. Absolutely, they do. <laughs> and so we have this, this this health expo where you come into Amherstburg, you come into this beautiful complex, the the Libro uh, uh, Center, and the, the, the Libro credit guys have just sponsored this beautiful uh, arena complex in the town of Amherstburg. We do the health expo on an inside uh, soccer field, indoor soccer field. And, uh, you know, I know that uh, the New Balance store is there this year. We've got uh, a number of other folks who are, who are also going to be there. And, uh, you know, it gets you a chance to look at some healthcare products, look at some, some running gear, look at all kinds of uh, running products. It's open to the public. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not just for the runners for that weekend. We open it up to the public. It's free to come in. And uh, folks pick up their, their registration. They pick up their, their bib and, and, of course, their, their shirts for their events. I always love I hit I always hit the gels. You can always get great deals at the expos on shoes, on gear, gels. You can always get really great deals. It's almost the only place to buy goo, right? I mean, oh, absolutely. I very rarely go into a, into a running, running shop. It's always at a running events that yeah. we pick up yeah, you know, supplies up like it. that or socks. Yes. It's socks. not like, you know, you got thousands of socks, but it's not like you, you, you can always use another pair. Yep. Always. Yep. And stuff's always very cheap at the expos, which is usually the big draw for runners, right? You can get some really, really good deals on running shoes. Yeah. And you can see what the new and upcoming styles are and stuff too, which is which is the other really cool thing. And you get to meet our sponsors. Even better. And we have all kinds of great sponsors, like our friends at Walkerville Breweries. Uh, there will be there as well. We'll mm-hmm. be sampling some of their, their beer. Uh, nice. but, but the other thing too is we also have One Tooth. Uh, is is going to be at at our event, oh, and for, for those who don't know the history of One Tooth and and yoga, I have some One Tooth gear. I love it. Isn't it? Isn't yeah, it wonderful? It's nice. So what One Tooth does that that that's really unique, and 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 here's the history of it. Lulu Lemon mm-hmm. was a Canadian company, was a Canadian brand manufactured in Canada. That was their claim to fame. Mm-hmm. Uh, since they went public, they have changed their manufacturing regime and moved it to China and abroad, leaving all of these Canadian manufacturers with nothing to do. Would that be the reason for the see-through Lululemon well, pants a few years back? Whatever happens, <laughs> happens. I'm not sure. But but those manufacturers all got together and formed a company called One Tooth. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. So all the One Tooth gear is made in Canada. It's and all... The one tooth gear is a lot cheaper than the the Lululemon stuff. The quality is still there, but it's a lot cheaper than Lulu. It's fantastic quality, and uh, so one tooth will be back this year. Um, they're wonderful people. They have a location here in Devonshire Mall. They also have mm-hmm. locations across Canada, and and they'll be joining us at uh, at our health expo. 
uh, buying all kinds of great gear. And they also mm-hmm. have a men's line as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you can look forward to them as well being at uh, NRX. Anyone else that we can, we can think of? That... Okay. And uh, we'll be right back after these messages. So it's good to know what's going on. You get a lot of information. Three solid hours of local news, weather, sports, traffic, and business. Coming up on the next show, an announcement's being made at the Windsor-Essex Sports Hall of Fame, and we'll let you know what it is at 3.50. And at 4.20, the weekly DVD reports on with reviews of the releases to video this week. Weather, sports, traffic, business news. Get it all every 30 minutes. The afternoon news. Weekdays, 3 till 6 on AM 800. It's simple. It's our biggest offer of the year. Ford employee pricing is still on. My name's Alessandra and I've worked for Ford for two years. Three years. 26 years. Walk into any Ford dealership and you pay what we pay. Get a 2014 Escape S for the employee price of $24,494. A total price adjustment of $1,755. See your Ontario Ford store for details. If you could pay what we pay, why wouldn't you? Good things are happening right now. There are so many new and exciting events going on in Windsor-Essex that it can be hard to keep track of them. From clubs, festivals, community groups, theater, activism, charity functions, live music, and so much more. To keep you on top of it all, AM 800's Community Calendar has an up-to-date list for you to check out. Go online to am800cklw.com to see it all for yourself. Have a nonprofit event you'd like to promote? Email us at calendar at am800cklw.com. When you're able to focus your mind and your body, anything is possible. From 5K runs to half marathons to the full 26.2 miles. We talk about it all on Running Flat Radio, Tuesdays, 7 till 8 on AM 800. Uh, Chris Yuzinski and Kelly Steele on Running Flat Radio. Uh, thanks for joining us this week. And um, next week we have uh, Cheryl Zarkowski on, ultramarathon woman. Uh, who is actually running Badwater today, and then she's going to start back on her Cali uh, long trek. Uh, That's going to happen next week. Mm -hmm. Uh, For more information about Running Flat, you can always go on any one of our our Facebook pages, especially Running Flat Radio itself, uh, where, you know, Peely Island Winery News is also open. That's almost sold out. It's open for next year. And uh, you can also check out uh, past shows on runningflat.com or on iTunes itself. We're going to have to get together, uh, get best of uh, Kristen Kelly oh boy <laughs> podcast the best of well you know I, I tell you the best of if, if you really want to download some great ones the Meb interview was wonderful that and, was and, a great one and so was the Fred Fox talking about his brother Terry Fox yep. on Canada Day that was uh, that was awesome I agree that was a big highlight in, in, in this last six months so mm-hmm. but thanks for joining us and uh, keep running and that's all I have to say about that for the open door <laughs> And that's the end of it. End of episode. Running Flat Radio with Chris Yuzinski. Tuesday night, 7 till 8 on AM 800. Running Flat Radio is a paid program. Local news is next on AM 800 CKLW, the information station.